Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the best hour of your week. Why? Because me and this blonde-headed buffoon are going to yell at each other for an hour about predicting games that we're probably going to get wrong with money that we don't own. Am I a buffoon just because I'm blonde? Yes. Do you notice that I've created a liquid wall? It's a moat. It's a figurative moat. I have water. I have caffeine. I don't know if I can cross that moat. Don't cross You're it. so protected. You're going to burn yourself or you're going to drown. You're, you're going to knock it over. And if you knock it over on me, your ass is grass, kid. So move the stuff Stop here. touching my liquids. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Uh, Sims and Lufko, as always, if you're watching on Facebook, share. If you are listening on the podcast on Friday or later, welcome. Thank you for subscribing. Sims, how did you feel? Well, hold on. Let's see how you did last week. Right. Let's see how you did. Let's see how I did. I know I went 13-3 and three without the spreads. You went 9-6-1 against the spread, and you made $430. What was your big bet? Uh, the Chargers. The Chargers. You bet how much? 800 wow. I wanted to bet it all. Remember, Thanksgiving yes. just scared me. I went 6-9-1, and one, so you made up a lot of ground on me. You now have a four-pick lead over me, and I lost 310, and I have a $500 lead on you. Sims has been on a tear. I've been doing all right. You've been on. You went thirteen and three in picks. I, I, yo, in normal picks against yeah, the spread, I mean. of course. Yeah, I was nine and six and one. I just nine man, six and one against. I the needed spread that one. Of, that, that, my bet last week of Saints Rams was really stupid. As the well, week we had on. to pick games on Tuesday. I know. We had no injury report. We had no idea that the Saints cornerbacks were not going to be there. No. We said last week, but no don't excuses. Trust the, the, no excuses. It wasn't the right. It was the, like going against everything that you and I even talk about all the time. What do you mean? Just the human aspect of it. The Rams coming off a tough defeat on the road where they played better than the score looked. The Saints got a win that they didn't deserve, so they felt better than they should have. So from just a personal aspect as an ex-player, I knew that was wrong, and I still went with it It just because I didn't quite believe in the Rams, and that was wrong of me. Coming up at the end of this show, if you're listening to the audio version, I'm going to put it on the YouTube clip as well. So go to my YouTube page, just type in Adam Lefko 1. An interview with Moose Johnston. We actually had a great time. We did. We talked about the 95 Cowboys. We talked about Dion back You have a then. YouTube page? It's for I put all the Sims and Lefko stuff. Thousands of people are watching us. I'm not even kidding. But that's So you can have a page on YouTube? Well, yeah, it's like a YouTube. It's like oh, your yeah, YouTube. Oh, yeah, because my little girl watches Stacy do the uh, yeah video games. Right? Oh, yeah, Stacy the video yeah, games. Stacey, it's, really it's a big deal. She's killing us in views, I think, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, but the interview with Moose Johnston was great. He talked about some of these games. He talked about what it's like talking to Sean McVay in person, which I thought was a really cool conversation. Yes. So that's coming up at the end of the show. 
What did you think of these games overall? I thought that Vegas made some mistakes, and it, now it's making me nervous. Because when I think they make mistakes is usually when I get screwed. Well, I, I just looked at it like this. I just thought it was a tough week to pick games in general, let alone. I mean, I'm just going to throw out games that I look at. Forget the spreads. Whoa, my seat just sunk. Um, but... The thing that I look at, like Detroit at Baltimore. Baltimore is the three-point favorite. Like, right. I don't, that's a coin flip game coin to me. Flip coin game. flip. Okay. Washington Dallas is a coin flip game. Is it really? To me, it is to a degree. I think Washington's better. I mean, but it's still very close. It's at Dallas. Dallas is desperate. I just think it's yeah. very close. Oh, you look at San Francisco, Chicago. That's who, definitely. A coin who do you flip. pick? Right there. I, not knowing what Jimmy Garoppolo is. You, know, you got a few more coin flips. But yeah, I do. I mean, I think you go Jets, Chiefs. Coin flip. Coin flip. Um, Denver Bronc Denver versus Miami. Yeah, coin, coin flip. flip. Right. So I just looked I at didn't Tampa really Green Bay. Coin flip. Wow. That's why. So I looked at it this week and went, damn, this, this is a tough week to just pick the games without a spread, let alone the spread. Let's start off with the Thursday night spread. Mike Kokina says, forget the spreads. This one scares me. It's an interesting <laughs> week. Uh, both teams are five and six. Uh, this, of course, will be coming out after the Thursday night game, but we're doing it live. So if you're watching live, this is for tonight. The line started off as Cowboys favored by two and a half. There has been a three-point swing. Actually, that's more. That's two and a half. That's a four-point swing. Wow. To Washington. Uh, I am going to be going Washington in this game. Yeah. I think they're the better team. I'm putting $50 on it because I'm more confident than $10. I look at this and I go, without Sean Lee, they're giving up 32 points per game. With him, they're giving up 18. He's not playing. Yes. The last time they faced, I thought Washington was the better team. Right. But that turnover down there in the red zone. Turnover, blocked block, it. field goal, remember that? Yes. Uh, there, Zeke was in that game. Exactly. Yeah, 150 yards kind rushing of, and two kind touchdowns. Kind of good. So I'm looking at Washington, and I'm looking at Jamison Crowder looking to do exactly what Keenan Allen did on Thanksgiving. Own the slot. The last four games, Jamison Crowder's averaging about seven catches a game, more than 100 yards receiving a game. He's a stud. Kirk Cousins finds a way to go, yeah. and I like the coaching more on Washington. Both sides, I'm going to go with Washington $50. Agreed with you all the way. This is one of the games I felt best about be betting. You just said it was a 50-50. It's a 50-50, but I'm just telling you, there wasn't a lot of games that I felt good about. There's only three games I bet. I bet $270. Wow. Yeah. He's going, broken his own rule. Going with well, I bet Thursday 800 on the Chargers on Thursday football last yeah, week. But that that out, okay? Yeah, but that was Yeah, but that was a different day. It was Thursday, just like this Thursday. Uh, yeah, shut your mouth. Okay, uh, you made a lot of good points. I think you really hit it on. I'm not going to explain a lot about this. Either way, Washington's a good football team. But They're why better than Dallas. Why so confident? Well, I, I feel I'm going to first of all my pick. I'm picking the Redskins to win the game 27 to 20. Uh, what can you feel confident about about the Dallas Cowboys right now? Right. Let me just let's just start there. Their offense is atrocious, okay? We've seen the importance of the O-line and Ezekiel Elliott. The O-line's still banged up, everybody. It's not going to be 100% once again. Even if Tyrone Smith is out there, it's not going to be 100% Tyrone Smith. Zach Martin just got out of concussion protocol, it sounds like, right? Yes. Uh, and who else? There was another one that's banged up as well on the offensive line. I thought there was another injury. But regardless, the defense scares me too. Again, just like we saw with the Chargers game, when you can block the front of the Dallas Cowboys – and the Redskins O-line is looking kind of healthy. Trent Williams a little banged up. And even when they're hurt, they Cal still do a good job. Exactly right. Well, they have great depth and good players there. So, yes, I just look at that and go, it's too much. Now you can block Dallas, the secondary for Dallas, their defense, the scheme they play. It's as simple as can be, and they're not that talented. They're going to have their way. I think My they guy, Torge, is asking yeah. this. What can you expect from Dak? This is probably a fantasy question, yeah. but in real life, too. 
attack against Washington's defense. Minuski usually dials but, it up well. This, uh, this is the kind of ma matchup that would scare me for a Dak, not necessarily because of Dak, but more because of the Dallas Cowboy offense that just lacks creativity. So much of their offense is based on that run game. And Minuski's been predicted Minuski, well he's year. great at when you're kind of predictable. He does a great job of taking away staples of your offense. Uh, and, hey, Josh Norman's healthy, 100%. When they want to lock up on Des Bryant and do that stuff, that's the big thing with Dallas right now. Dak Prescott, is he playing as good as we'd like? No, certainly not. But I'm not sitting here going to go Dak Prescott's the problem. Pass protection's been the problem. And, of course, no receivers can get open. Hey, forget the blandness of the offense. Yep. The teams right now are disrespecting the Dallas receivers. They are getting up on their face and going, we're not scared of any of you people, yeah. and they can't get open. And so Nav that's why. Navarro is saying, I thought Sims doesn't bet on Thursday night football games. I'm doing it this week. Is are this we almost the game? done Thursday night football? It's getting there. It's towards the yeah, end. Like one more week yeah, left? Maybe two more. I am so happy for that to end. So Yeah, I hear you. Let's get back to these. This is a normal weeks. week, though, for them. It is because they both they play both on play Thursday, Thursday right. so it's not a normal Thursday. So we're both. I've, I was almost too confident in Washington. Yeah, like it's, my left it's goal scary. lock video. I was like, this is the most confident I've been all year. For I Thursday only had three football. games. I, I the bet last on. time I was this confident. Yeah. I took the Bengals over Deshaun Watson and the Texans, and I was like, this is a guarantee. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Sunday, one o'clock. And we have a really good quarterback against a really good defense. <coughs> Detroit is 6-5, and five, Baltimore is 6-5, and five, and both of these teams are fighting to get into the playoffs right now. Baltimore's defense is really good. They are still my least favorite team to watch in the NFL. What a great Why? That. Because it's three hours dedicated to watching the Ravens' defense shut someone down, pin them deep with their good punter, and then just survive and hope that Alex Collins breaks a run. Right. They're not a fun team to root for. Uh, I am going to be going with $50 on Detroit plus three. I went through and I started looking at Baltimore's schedule. Yeah. And the one thing that I – did you do this too? Well, I mean, I know – I wanted to ahead. see who the best quarterbacks were that they faced. Right. Did you do that? Well – and I, what I noticed, yeah. I'm going to keep cutting Go you ahead, off. No, no, what in. I kept noticing was, wow, they're getting really fucking lucky right now. They play Tom Savage and the Texans. They right. play Brett Hundley and the Packers. I'm not a big fan of Mariota. They played Jay Cutler when he wasn't even doing that. They well. lost to Mariota, too. Lost to Mariota. Right. Jay Cutler. They lost to Case Keenum. They lost to Mitchell Trubisky, who threw for like 60 yards. De they didn't even play Derek Carr. They played EJ Manuel on the yes. Raiders, and they, they won that game. Big Ben, th like... They, Bortles, Deshaun Kaiser, and the first week against the year, Andy Dalton. They have not faced anyone as good no, as Matt Stafford this whole year. Agreed. Agreed. And so this defense is really good, but I'm just thinking three points, the Ravens can barely score. Did you put your money up? What'd you bet? I put fifty dollars. Okay. I'm just really pumped, bro. No, okay, I wasn't sure I missed it. I just yeah, I listen, I I I, I um I, like well that. no, I think you're right on. <laughs> I mean, how many points do you want to make until we can move on here? Okay. Uh, I'm taking the the Detroit Lions for ten dollars. Uh, I think they're gonna win the football Boom. game. Uh, 19 to 16 is what I picked. But I think uh, again, yes, I look at it just like this. Uh, this is just to make it simple and quick, and let's move on. Matthew Stafford, is he one of the three best quarterbacks in football this year? No, he's not one of the three, but he's one of the five, okay, because Russell Wilson, Wentz, and Brady are the top three yes. this year. But still, Stafford is amazing. They have an offensive line that can block and pass protect. Uh, this Baltimore defense is not the dominant Baltimore defense we've seen in the Super Bowl runs and the no. years they've 
face Brady and all that. So I don't think they're capable of carrying the team, like you said, against teams that have a quarterback. Right. So there's just not enough there. And then the offense, I have zero faith. i got to see zero it to believe faith. it. It's the, it's the worst offense in football or certainly in the conversation. There's nothing to be scared about. Um, and Alex Collins sounds like he's a little beat up. Yes. So for all of those things, I just think Detroit will win the game outright, 19 to 16. It'll be ugly, but yeah, Matt Stafford's going to make a few plays Baltimore to get them over the wants hump. to fight you in a phone booth, and Detroit goes, "I'm just not going to go." Well, in the yeah, phone they've booth. given up We're on the phone book. They can't run. Stephen Booth, I want to apologize to Sims about my rude 401k comment the other week when you bet everything on the Pats beating the Raiders. I hope you made out. Just don't disrespect Raider Nation. I don't like to disrespect Raider Nation. If, if you've watched me here on Bleacher Report, I mean, I'm like a closet case Raiders fan. I really yes. am. I'm frustrated with them this year because it's they haven't made some adjustments. But uh, I, I'm not going to disrespect Raider Nation. You, I can promise you that. Yes. Uh, no, I like Detroit. I mean, look, Detroit could also mess up a wet dream, as someone once told me. But <laughs> I just, I, I like getting points against the Ravens. Next one up, this is a game that I'm just not interested in watching. Just going to put that out there. Tennessee, Houston. Uh, Houston with Tom Savage. There's just, you know, it's throw it to DeAndre Hopkins and pray. And Tennessee, in my mind, should have lost that game to Indianapolis last week. The amount of times they're sticking with DeMarco Murray over Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. it's insane. Maybe If they adjust, the crazy thing is Tennessee is 7-4, and four, and as we're racing for these wild card spots right now, they have a nice lead over teams like the Chargers and the Ravens and the Bengals that are trying to come up, or the Bills. Yes. They have that lead. Can yes. they keep it? I am actually going to go. I'm going Tennessee. I'm going $10. Um, and that's really it. I, it's, I think Mariota could do a little bit more than Tom Savage, but I'm not sold on Mariota anymore. He threw some bad picks against Indianapolis. He really did not look good in that game. I... That's, I'm, not, I'm done. I don't yeah. like this game. It's yeah. annoying well, to me. Yeah, but it is scary from that aspect. I mean, yes, it's our big question about the Tennessee Titans is when that run game can't dominate, can their pass game carry them? And my answer Haven't to that is, would be no. Six interceptions the last two games for Mariota. Uh, but I'll say this. Okay, I'm going $10 on the Texans, but I picked – so I always pick the games before I look at the spread. I picked Tennessee to win 24-17, to 17, which would be a push. So gotcha. I've just got in there, and I just said, you know what? If I'm going to bet on anything, I'm going to bet that the Texans keep it closer than seven, than more than seven. The one thing you can count on by the Texans, regardless, is they're going to play physical. Their defense is still good and has difference makers. The offense has a plan of attack. Yes, they just don't have a good quarterback, plain and simple. You're right about that. Uh, and I look at Tennessee, again, the, the same thing that I, I look at more times than not. Um, I think Tennessee's secondary is a little better than it gets credit for. I think their pass rushers are a little overrated. There's no true weakness to the team, but there's no true great strength either. I feel the same way about both teams. Yeah, I do too. Tennessee's clearly the better team, and I think they will win the game because what happens this time of the year too, it's December, and one team has really something they're playing for, and they go, hey, we could still accomplish our lifelong dream of going to the Super Bowl. And if you get out an early lead and you're that team against a team like the Texans who's got nothing to play yes. for, it can just it yeah. can funnel, funnel down. I'm looking at Tennessee. Hill. If they win this game, they go to 8-4. and four, And I would say in the AFC, that's almost locking up a playoff spot. Pretty close. With how average. And I mean, I think they're going to win gonna the South or they're going to be the fifth I also want to say this. Yes. Are we going to see Clowney versus Lawan? 
because that's worth the price of admission. Well, you definitely will at some point. Because I will say this, for everyone that said that Jadavian Clowney was a bust, I don't know if you were watching Monday night, I don't know if you've been watching this entire season, I don't or know if last you were watching year. that playoff game against the Patriots last year, where he single-handedly almost beat the Patriots by themselves, I know that you guys think that J.J. Watt, and even Whitney Merciless is the most important member of that team, Jadavian Clowney has been a possible contender for defensive MVP for two years now. And I'm glad that people, I'm glad that Gruden it started is, showing right. it. He was the most impressive player He was the best the defensive field. player in football last year. He yes. was, but he didn't have the sack, so you can't win, you know, defensive player of the year because of that. He is in the category of Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald, for uh, league Ooh. leaders, and we will fuck your play up on a regular basis. Speaking and there's of, no stat for speaking that. Speaking of fuck you up, Kanish Kumar, just want to take a moment and laugh at those who laughed at Sims for his picking skills. I didn't do this. Kanish did. Yeah. Five for five, baby, last week's for guaranteed to lose. Chris Sims, five fire emojis. Thank and you. And then he came back and he said that he actually made some cash on that. Thanks for the money, made bank. I don't see those haters talking now. Ah, appreciate five you. Five for five, ha, guaranteed ha, to ha, lose. Ha. I didn't even know that. That's it makes me feel good, though. We, stats don't matter. We're not <laughs> stats, guys. All right, Tampa Bay goes to Lambeau Field, and Jameis Winston has returned from crab leg feasts and other things. The, <laughs> the worst defense in the you're, NFL you're by yardage is the Tampa Bay Bucks, the 32nd. Brett Hundley goes out there on Sunday night and played really well. He Hit did. Randall Cobb on that open pass. Hey. Had that last second drive where they kind of went down the field, last minute drive. He's got skills, man. I was there in person. I saw. I mean, he's he can move. The they ball flies out of his hands. points yes. against the Steelers. Right. Granted, there was an interception return for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, I, Tampa Bay, two starting offensive linemen put on IR this week. Mm -hmm. Dotson and uh, Ali Marpet. Right. I could not believe that the Bucks were favored. I went $300 on the Green Bay Packers. What? I am going $300 what? on the Green Bay Packers. What? It is going to be cold. It is going to be cold. It's the first thing I thought of because Tampa, it's a real thing. I think Tampa already is one of the softest teams in the NFL. <laughs> the only reason their games have looked respectable lately is because they played the Falcons, right. who are like the worst second-half team ever, right. and Ryan Fitzpatrick's like, well, you know what, fuck it. Evans, go deep! And they just try shit. I have more faith in Fitzpatrick than Winston. I believe that Evans will have a lot of success against the Packers. His secondary is not good. They could be taking advantage of. I think the offensive line stinks for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think the Packers, they know their formula now. I think they're going to be able to get I just think the fact that they're underdogs at home yeah. that's what I live for right hey uh I'm I mean I can't believe you're betting that much money I, I will Good. say that I I am uh, going ten dollars on the Packers <laughs> okay uh I'm picking the Packers to win the game 23 to 22 um listen the Packers the one thing I'll say I like this is what I've come to the determination I like Mike McCarthy the head coach I just don't like Mike McCarthy the play caller play designer if Mike McCarthy could just get somebody creative to run the offense and they have a better coach I would be just be like that, that would be great because he's a head coach he's, he's a head coach they, they always have a detailed game plan yes. they're always tough they don't mess up games uh, so I look at it from that standpoint and I really respect Mike McCarthy the, the thing I look at is yes I'm still scared of Green Bay and what they do let's put the last week not taking anything away from Brett Hundley, okay? But let's keep things into perspective, all right? The, the Steelers blew a coverage on the first touchdown. Sure. They messed up. It was the Seattle beater, the old play, yes. right, where it was the wheel, and Artie Burns was stupid and went with the post, yep. and he wasn't supposed to go there. They had a screen 
uh, and cover two man where Shazier missed the tackle. It was the perfect play call against the perfect demons. Again, I know that sounds like I'm taking something away from him. And then it was the double move on Cody Sensabaugh. It was right. the other touchdown. So I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, Green Bay's offensive woes are fixed. They still scare me. I think they're the better team. Jameis does scare me being back. The Bucks have nothing to play for anymore. Nothing. So and that does scare this. me. Do you know what Tampa Bay's record degree. on the road is this year? Right. One in five. And their one win was that Dolphins game oh, that was right. like a The Dolphins blue, really. Completely blue. Let me just say this, too. The, yes. the cold weather thing, like you mentioned, this is a real thing. This is when I knew it was a real thing, Lefko. My rookie year, we are going to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, that's where we're going. <laughs> and it was like 45 degrees. <laughs> and I walked in the locker room, and I'm from New Jersey, so in this time of the year, we played in games in snow and ice, and I played in the Big 12, which, yeah, it was Texas, but we went up and played in Nebraska in November, so I was used to it and things like that. But I walked in the locker room, I remember the game, before the game, and it was 45 degrees out, and most of the guys on our team already had jackets on and hats on. In the locker room, we haven't been outside yet. And I said, whoa, this thing is real. Like, guys, we had a lot of Florida players on our team. Like Florida State, Miami, those kind yes. of guys. And it is. It's a real thing. That's my only point in the well, story. Well, my point in the story is, is yeah. Tampa Bay is so not physical. This is a game to me, my, my prediction that I hope we can play on Monday. Green Bay is going to score a lot of their points off broken tackles. I just see them getting rid of arm tackles mm -hmm. and making quick down plays. And I just think Dirk Cutter and Mike Smith is such a bad coaching combination. Right. And I think at this time of the year, this is when the Green Bay coaching staff makes their money because they're yeah. very good at situational yeah. football. So it's a lot of money. Too much? I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm rooting for the Bucks now. I know yeah, that. Guess what? Yeah. You're always rooting for the Bucks. Yo-ho, yo-ho, the Pirates life for me. Let us go now to – this is a true coin flip that I want to stay away from completely. Denver, Miami. Mm -hmm. It is the Denver Broncos who I get – are they back to Trevor Simeon? They are. On the road in Miami, who is back to Jay Cutler. Yep. Defense for Denver is still third. Akeem Tlaib will not be playing after a suspension from chain ripping of Michael Crabtree and throwing some punches. Did you like the fact that he kept his helmet on? It was smart. Of course. Very yeah, smart. smart. Yes. Uh, playing the Dolphins. The Dolphins, to me, are one of the worst teams in football. They're right there with Tampa Bay in terms of their inability to stop anybody and their lack of really any success on offense. Uh, I'm going $10 on Denver. I just think they have the one elite unit. Calm down. I'll get you some oats. Uh, I think they have the one elite unit, and I think they they need to come out pissed and win one of these games. Yeah, of course. Like, I'm just playing. It's got to happen sometime. Yeah, game. we've been saying that for seven weeks. So. I know. Uh, okay, I'm going $10 on the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Miami to win the game 20-17. to 17. It is a coin, coin, coin flip game. A foin clip. A foin clip. i I got to see it to believe it. It's just plain and simple. I mean, there's nobody that screws up more than the Denver Broncos a game, a week-to-week -week basis, whether it's special teams. Simeon did look good. He did, sure. Interceptions in the end zone by Paxton Lynch last week. It's always something. Can I ask you a so, personal question? Yeah, sure. What you and your father came out early in the year, and you're like, we, we've seen this in a long time in Simeon. Yeah. Are you disappointed? Is it upsetting? It's not one of those things where I'm like, hey, your prediction was wrong, but no. you saw potential in him. Yes. And it's gone the other way. What is your reaction to that? My, re well, my reaction is that, you know, yeah, I, I thought the potential was there. It was, it's obviously not. I think what scared me more what than anything. Get, what did you get distracted by? Well, no, nothing. You know, I saw some talent there and I saw an offense that had flaws so I wasn't willing to blame it all on him gotcha. I think that's what I really looked at and then yes um, his carelessness with the football and then really 
as that started to happen, it just manifested into an every week thing to where we saw two or three horrible decisions that were costing the team. And I didn't see those last year and yeah. thought that he could build on that. So, yes, I was certainly wrong. For I thought me, he was a little bit me, better than what Chiefs he is. the Chiefs game destroyed him mentally. Right. That running across the field, throwback oh my interception. Gosh. That whole that, game was a disaster. The whole game was a disaster, right. but that throw was him going, this is my last gasp. And since yeah. then, he looked good in the second half, but it was Oakland. It and was. A lot of people looked good I against know. Oakland. Yes. Two positive comments here. Ben Forster, BR needs to get you two guys in the booth for any game, and I'd watch uh, just for your commentary, hashtag the best. And Zach Lindbergh, you guys are great. Keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. guys. We appreciate you. Ty Smith says, Sims is legit. Stop hating. Man, so much positivity. Go throw it right back to you. Man. I'm almost on the caffeine. So I guess what, what, so what I guess I don't know is everybody's hating on me in this comment section. <laughs> well, you got like somebody like Joe Johnson who's talking about Phil Sims. There's look. What about him? No, he's just saying that you're here because of Phil. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, that's yeah. why you're also on NBC. Yeah. Is that why you're doing pro football? Yeah, talk? That's why I was the number one quarterback in the country too. That's, okay. that's right. You know what? You know why I'm here? Because my dad, Bruce Lefko, yeah. him and my mom. Shared I was Lefko. drafted in the third round too, because they were like, yeah, "Damn, yeah. your dad's Phil Sims. We're going to draft you in the third round." Every guy that's ever played in the football, you know, their sons play in the NFL. It's weird when we go out to right. eat. People go, "Are you Phil Sims' kid?" He goes, "Yeah," and they go, "Food's on the house." It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one up. I'm, I love all y'all. Even you, Joe. Uh, New England, Buffalo. This is a, a, a rivalry as old as time, right. and it's one-sided from the very beginning. I believe that if Tom Brady throws two touchdowns or more, he passes uh, Fitzpatrick for the quarterback that has thrown the most touchdowns at Buffalo Stadium in the last 20 years. <laughs> I'm awesome. not kidding. That I is think awesome. I saw that on Reddit, and it just popped into my head. That is awesome. Uh, Patriots have the number one offense in the NFL. Their defense is 30th, but... Name a it's team that scored more than 20 points against Man, them. Yeah. That's how bad it was in the beginning of the year. Right. The Chiefs and the Saints, they all put up yards. Yeah. Buffalo goes into Arrowhead, and they get the win over Kansas City. Yep. New England last week was favored by, by excuse me, 16-and-a-half right. over Miami. Right. And now they're only favored by 8-and-a-half. Kansas City was favored by 9-and-a-half over Buffalo. Granted, that was in Kansas City, but yeah. the Patriots are only favored by eight and a half. Yeah. I don't know if you heard me the last time, so I'm going to say it with a little more. Ugh. This is when you bet on the Patriots and you make all of your money. Put up the number. I'm going $300 on the Patriots. Why? Because they're the freaking Patriots. What about the Bills makes you think that this game is going to be within eight and a half points? That defense is a zone. The Patriots eat zones, shit them out, and then go, oh, it was a little too salty. Yeah. Not my flavor. Right. Patriots, eight and a half. I, I should have, I wanted to do the Sims bet. Yeah. I hope you did the Sims bet. Oh. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Yes. What are you thinking? Why didn't you go 900? I should have. Because I. What? Because eight and a half on I, the I play this game a certain way, and you play. I couldn't believe it was eight and a half. What? what? Tom Brady versus Tyrod Taylor. What? What? Patriots are going to be rotting their horses, and they're going to take off their rifles and go, that's a buffalo. <laughs> Sorry, buffalo. You're going to lose. I don't even. That was a shocking. You really put it. Yeah! Hey, I'm from Boston. I, I fucking kill buffaloes for a living, okay? They're all over Boston, Massachusetts. I kill them. Dadunka. Dead. Dead. <laughs> um, but uh, what were my points, though? I mean, I think... The, <laughs> 
What was the points that you liked, though? I mean, I said, I put the, it, you said I put it perfectly. The fact that Kansas City was, was a nine, nine and a half. half and I, I, when and I half? saw that, I was like, what? 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 Uh, <laughs> You, look, I, I understand your points. The zone defense. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna shred the defense. It's gonna be awful. The Patriots defense. If you all read they my, do is contain. And what is Tyrod's biggest fear in life? Being contained. I don't know how thoroughly you read my notes from yesterday's podcast about the Patriots, though. The Patriots D is real. It's no longer even like bend don't break. It's like we will fuck you up defense. That's what it'll do now. It's official. They're good, plain and simple. Gilmore's figured out how to cover, and he's figured out all the calls. <laughs> Him and Butler are shut down. And McCourty at safety, they've got it going on. They're big up front. You're not going to be able to run on them either. So their defense is going to stop a Tyrod Taylor, okay? The only thing I could see that could even upset this in any, by any stretch of the imagination is trick plays, Something like that. Yes. But other a than Tyron that, Taylor scramble. I just don't see it. I mean, this zone defense. I mean, the, who's going to pass the rush against them? They're going to beat the Dolphins last week by 24, but they fumbled the ball on their own. Yes, end zone. right. Like I know. Well, and they didn't even play like one of their best games last week. Try. Right, and they still win by 17. Deion Lewis or 18. is getting 15 yards a carry no like, doubt. by accident. So I picked the game New England to win 34 to 20. Uh, I, I, I just have a hard time seeing this game being much closer than that in the end of the day. Darley Soare saying, I don't know what they're having, but I want some. This is lit. Yo, I am lit. I'm on a few different things right now. Um, and then we have uh, Mike. I got the longest name in history, Suggs. Oh, no, no. He was saying Sims got about 900 on the Eagles. Definitely not. He's not. But it was, uh, Frank DeLeon saying the Patriots have covered like 22 or 23 of their last 30 games. Mm. Dude, they are the most consistent team. No, they it got it down It's so rare now. to find teams in this league that are consistent, and they are the shining example. I mean, the, 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 this is like the easiest breakdown of the year for Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia. When they look at the Buffalo Bills offense, they go, hmm, they run these six plays? Except when they play the Packers. Over and over? Okay, yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. So okay. So that we have we have a that's one of our locks. Yes. I was saying to them before the show that when I make a left go lock, one that we very much agree on. Right. I feel like the percentage of those are like eighty percent. Is it pretty good? Yeah. That's good to know. Because I mean, we're geniuses. Minnesota at Atlanta. Huge, huge, huge NFC implications. Minnesota right now is in the driver's seat for that second bye week at 9-2 and two after the Rams and Saints kind second of seed yeah, carnaged each other. Bye week, yeah. And the Falcons are sitting there. If they win this game, mm-hmm. the Vikings come closer to the pack and the Falcons 8-4. and four. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're in bye territory. NFC becomes mixed. And yeah. the South, they need to keep up with the South. Vikings, fifth on defense, fifth on offense. Falcons, 10th on defense, 6th on offense. This is another one where I went, in my head I went, I could see the Vikings favored by 2 in Atlanta. Right. Atlanta is favored by 3. Mm-hmm. I'm going $340 on the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota travels very well. They are a very good road team. And Oh my gosh, the Vikings are coming. <laughs> it's Case Keenum. And, and who else is that? <laughs> 
Adam Thielen? <laughs> uh, the Falcons, though, I don't know if people were watching these last few weeks. Yeah. They have not looked impressive in any of their wins. Yes, I know all of you saw Julio Jones put up 250 yards again. I know that you saw the Mohamed Sanu pass to Julio Jones. I know you saw that offense go up huge. Did you watch the Bucks come back? Did you watch the Falcons offense completely shut down? You know who's had a great career trajectory and performance against Julio Jones? Xavier Rhodes. This is literally the worst defense in my mind for the Falcons to play because you're not going to beat them deep. You're not going to beat them underneath. I know that Devontae Freeman's back, but have you seen the linebackers for the Vikings? They're not going to have anywhere to run. Case Keenum against this defense will be able to put up some points. Mm -hmm. I think this is a Vikings flat-out win. Yeah, I, They're I, one of the best teams. I think the Falcons are wildly overrated. I do think that I agree with you on a lot of your points. Uh, I'm going the Vikings. I'm only going $10. It is in Atlanta. It still scares me. Uh, Minnesota, I mean, this run they're on is phenomenal, so I think that is what scares me as well. I mean, it might come to an end at some point. Uh, but regardless, it's just the fact that it's in Atlanta, I think, scared me more than anything. The team speed for the Atlanta Falcons can be overwhelming to teams at first when they get on the field. If you can kind of hang in there from the initial surge, though, the one thing I've continually wrote in my notes with them is they're not a huge team. They're not a big team. So the speed slows down as the game goes along, and teams, that's why I think we've seen them blow fourth quarter leads, as even last week when they were up 27-6 to and the game became 27-20 right. late in the fourth quarter because I feel like the Bucks kind of adjusted like, okay, we know what they're playing. We kind of got a feel for what they're trying to do. Their speed is not overwhelming to us now in the fourth quarter. Uh, I just look at the Vikings as a very complete team. I think you made a lot of great points as far as their defense is really a phenomenal matchup um, with the, with the, uh, Minnesota, the Atlanta Falcons offense. Atlanta's offense last week, again, it played well. But it was the perfect matchup. I mean, yes. it's a Buccaneers defense that does nothing on defense and is not very talented. This is a defense that has a few little creative wrinkles every week because of Zimmer, and they have a ton of talent. So from that aspect, and then again, yes, at some point, somebody's got to stop hating on them. You know, oh, you know who the NFC player of the month was? Oh, Case Keenum. Let's yeah. bench him. I mean – can't. So no, no one's talking. I'm not talking. About no, anyone. but I Zim think you're right though about Zimmer. I think it's a motivation. Thing. I, I hope so because Zimmer. I mean, again, the fact that he said that Keenum has a uh, what did he say? A he has a four leaf oh. clover up his butt last week. That he's lucky. I mean, that was that's disrespectful. And I'm gonna hold him. To, I'm gonna watch I film and guys that underperform. Here. I'm going to ask them to be benched. I don't care if it's Xavier Rhodes. If Julio goes for 300 yards this week. I'm going to ask for Xavier Rose to be benched because he's telling me everybody's being evaluated week to week. So the, I Vikings, see that. the Vikings are 4-1 and one on the road, and I actually think that that record is like it's even hiding how good they've been on the road. Mm -hmm. They just beat the Lions on the road. They were all over the Lions. Mm -hmm. The Lions got those points at the end to make it look respectable. They beat the Washington Redskins 38-30 to 30 in Washington. Yep. They were all over Washington, and Washington came back in Keenum, that game. Keenum throws some dumb interceptions. Their other win on the road was Cleveland, and right. that was London, so I don't count that. The Chicago Bears game, they had Sam Bradford in. Right. I mean, when Case Keenum was in, in the second half, he torched them, and then the, all the, the loss was Pittsburgh Steelers, Case Keenum's first game when he came in during injury. Right. And then when I look at Atlanta at home, Atlanta is 3-2 and two at home. They let Tampa Bay get back into that last game. Dallas, yeah. Dallas had their own issues. Right. They lost to Miami. Mm -hmm. They lost to Buffalo. And then the Green Bay game. Yeah, right. But I look at Miami and Buffalo, and I look at Tampa Bay, and I go, 
second half, they wear down. Yes. And those teams are not as physical, as opposing, no. or as buttoned up right. as the Minnesota Vikings. Agreed. It's it's what we always say. When you can get that rare game yep. where the better team is the underdog, I'm going to bet my money on it. Yep. But I understand what you're saying. San Francisco, Chicago. Jimmy Garoppolo's first start as a San Francisco 49er, and the Joe Montana comparisons are already coming in. <laughs> Who is he facing? Mitchell Trubisky and the high-flying 29th-ranked offense of the Chicago Bears. This is one thing that I usually like. Yeah. Chicago, 1 o'clock at home. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be honest. I'm going $10 on San Francisco for one reason. I think San Francisco's offense has more weapons. I think they have a more developed offensive coach, mm -hmm. Shanahan versus Dow Logans. Sure. I think that Garoppolo is further along as a pro, not in this offense, yeah. but as a pro. Right. He'll be able to hit the Goodwin deep, which I think will be open. Mm -hmm. He'll be able to hit some of those other weapons, Carlos Hyde. And I think San Francisco's defense has actually been pretty good this year. I know statistically they had the Cowboys game, which kind of messes it up, but... They play hard every week. They play hard That's every sure. week. And like Seattle, Russell Wilson was under attack. Game was 7-6. Was was halfway through the third quarter. So I just think you know what Chicago is on offense. Right. It's Jordan Howard. It's the occasional dump off to Tariq Cohen. And I like Jimmy G. I'm, yeah. I think there's a storyline that's going to come from that. I think you're right. Let's make this quick. I'm going the 49ers as well, uh, $10 only. I do think the 49ers are going to win the game outright. I'm going to pick them to win 27-24. I'm picking them that because of Kyle Shanahan too. And I think the extra motivation that they're going to want to make sure their future franchise quarterback gets off to a good start. And what happens there is coaches seem to find other creative ways to make offense happen in those scenarios because they know their ass is on the line to make it look good as well. So, uh, from that aspect, the thing that scares me a little is, of course, the Chicago Bears run offense. Of I, I just worry about the 49ers being bludgeoned up front and just Jordan Howard up the middle for six and seven and controlling the clock. The other thing that also scares me is, yes, um, the 49ers offensive line, not very good against a still a good defensive yes. front with the Bears, but Shanahan's always extremely creative in finding ways to kind of cancel out an aggressive defensive line uh, with just creative runs, screens, play action passes. So it almost takes, makes that a mute point to a degree. That's why I just think the 49ers, I'm going to pick them to win the football game. It won't be easy, but 27-24, like I said. Question, yeah. what, what is your favorite kind of couch? My favorite kind of couch. You like a leather couch, you like a soft couch. No, I like a soft couch you like that I can lay like out. The, it pulls I want to be able to lay my legs out. Have you ever slept on like a couch bed? It's uh, the worst. Yeah, I don't do those. Okay. Yeah. You're a big couch fan, though. I love the couch. Man. Yep. Eli, where's he sitting? On the couch. Damn. All right. All right, next one up. Let's move to the New York Jets hosting the Kansas. Where did that come from? Don't worry about right. it. Hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are six and five. They are free falling like Wiley e. Coyote. Right. Woo, 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 woo. The cloud of smoke pops up. 27th defense. The offense is still ninth. Their offense is like the Patriots' defense. The statistics have early not adjusted in the year. Right. to right. the early season. That's why the Pro Bowl is ridiculous. And hopefully, former Pro Bowler or future Pro Bowler Robbie Anderson uh, will make it. Uh, this is a game to me where I went, okay, Kansas City is favored by three in New York. It could be a bounce-back game for Kansas City. Mm -hmm. But I also looked at it and went, the Jets outplayed the Panthers. Yep. The Jets have been a very consistent football team. They have been the Jets' the defense part. has been very good. And I look at those safeties, and I look at the performance of those corners, and I go, 
I don't think there's anyone on Kansas City that really scares them because the league has figured out a way to contain Tyreek Hill. Right. If you get rid of those one or two big plays, you can contain him. Mm-hmm. The offense, it's don't play not him man great. To man. That's it's, the it's, big thing. It's the the New York Jets offense is not great, but there's one issue. Yeah. The Kansas City defense will let you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Those slants, those throws, and show me someone who stopped Robbie Anderson. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, he's been pretty damn good. I'm going to go the Jets. I'm going to go $100. I think it's a home team getting three points. Do I worry that I'm betting that money on the Jets? A little bit, but I'll be honest. Every game I've watched the Jets this year, it's been really close. And you're getting three points at home. I, I Show me that Kansas City can change it up. I agree. I need to see I got to see it to believe it as well. I, 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 you made a lot of good points. Uh, I'm going Jets for $10. Uh, I do think the Jets are going to win the football game. I picked them to win 23-20. I just don't trust the Jets to put significant money on them in general. They find ways to screw up games. As my old saying, they will find a way to screw up in a wet dream, right? When they're really close and they'll go, oh, I'm awake. Oh, I was almost there. Darn it. Go back to the dream. Where's that hot girl? Um, okay, that was weird. But the I literally didn't hear what you said. Okay. All I heard was hot girl. Yeah. Was it inappropriate? Yeah. Uh, it was not really inappropriate. Just talking about dreams. Um, but either way, <sighs> the Jets' defense, I mean, like you said, just don't play man-to-man on Tyreek Hill. That's really all it comes down to because, like, Alex Smith is not going to try to throw the ball into tight zone coverage windows. He's just not going to do it. He's a rush watcher right now. He's gotten back to all the bad things Alex Smith does. He drops back. He looks at the rush Dude, before the he looks downfield. The Jets defense is scary. The Jets defense is big and physical up front. Their linebackers you got, Leonard Williams. You got, you got, yes, you got the two safeties to stop all the Travis Kelsey shuffle pass, speed sweep, Tyree kill, Marcus May, Jamal Adams, Deron Dur- Lee. At linebacker, who's going to, of course, he's one of the fastest linebackers in the game. He's going to be able to contain those type of things. This is a creative defensive coach in Todd Bowles. Uh, and like you said, the offense has always done just enough every week to keep them in the football game. But McCown or special teams turnovers happen oh. all the time. So that's why I couldn't go $100. I understand. Yeah. You know, I'll be watching that game on the couch. I'm excited to see it. Damn. Right, let's go. What is that going no, I'll on? I'll be here. I'll be here. No, but what's going on? Well, Somebody's, like, no, bagging, should... bagging on me because I don't play in the NFL anymore or something? Literally, that's not it at all. Oh, okay. We're just, we're just, just couch look, thing. we're couch gang. Right. Hashtag couch gang. Okay. I think that's our new mantra. Okay. Live life Are you going to tell me the, the meaningless or what? What's Listen, going man, on? When it's in the comment section, yeah. you just need to embrace it. Okay. Sometimes things don't need to have yeah. a reason. I love the couch. <laughs> that's where you have your wet dreams. <laughs> all right, let's go Indianapolis at Jacksonville. You love talking about I haven't had that in forever. It's my know. old high school coach. He used to say that. So it's like embedded in my brain. Mike Miello. That's what he used to say. Jacksonville's offense is 12th. What's his name? Mike Miello. Well, Mike Miello, now's your time to shine. You're on Bleach Report. <laughs> podcast. Their defense is number one. It's incredible. Indy's offense is 27th. Their defense is 29th. This is, wouldn't you know, the, the second largest spread of the weekend. And there's something to me when I look and I see Jacksonville favored by nine. Right. And I always mm-hmm. ask myself, Adam, how confident are you that Jacksonville can score nine points with their offense alone? Right. Every week they get a defensive touchdown. Every week their defense is great. I watch the Colts 
really almost beat the Titans. And I'll be honest, their offense looked awful in the beginning. They yeah. could they got like three yards in the first quarter, but then they do the Jack Doyles, they do the dump offs, they get the surprise trap run from Frank Gore. Jacoby Brissett is pretty good. I would say he's above average at protecting the football. Mm -hmm. That last game, Jacksonville won twenty seven to nothing. It was a classic Yannick Ngakwe strip fumble that kind of got that ball rolling. By the way, Yannick Ngakwe, 10 sacks in the season. Him and Calais Campbell, the only duo with both guys over 10 sacks. Not Bosa and Ingram, yeah, those right. two. And, and Ngakwe leads the NFL in forced fumbles with I six. I believe that. Hell of a year. Should yeah. be a pro bowler, Yannick uh -huh. Ngakwe. De definitely. But I'm looking at this and I'm going, I am not going to sit there and cross my fingers and go, Blake Bortles, do this. Leonard Fournette is still hurt. That offense is still praying for turnovers deep in your own zone. I'm going $100 on Indianapolis. Nine points is too much. Jacksonville's the better team, but I like watching Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. I don't like the fact that their head coach went on a crazy rant about Groundhog's Day, and I'm like, Pagano's losing it. I didn't see it yet. It's I a heard good about one. it. But it's yeah. a good one. Right. But I'm going Indy nine points. It's just too much. Yeah. It's too much. Um, I, I'm going Indy as well. Uh, really? Yeah, for ten dollars though, you're crazy for winning a hundred dollars on that. Um, I like to spread my money out. But I'm going. I think Jacksonville's going to win the game, twenty to sixteen. Yeah, I can't bet on Jacksonville. Jacksonville with that offense. All right. So the, here's my take. I mean, Jacksonville's defense. It's one of the greatest defenses I've ever seen. Uh, and they lost last week, and it, it took seven miracles for the Cardinals to beat them. It really did. The defense is so good, it's scary. Um, what I, I, I think my big thing is, of course, the scary thing is the Jacksonville offense. It's, it's non-existent. It's disrespectful how the quarterback gets played. Plain and simple, you've heard my old sayings. This is the best team in football, the Jacksonville Jaguars, but it's the 70th best quarterback, and I'm not underestimating that. 70. Um, the other thing that they need to do with Blake Bortles, this is what I've come to the determination of, Lefko. I don't know if you read this in my notes. Run them. They, they need to just run. They need, literally you run you the wildcat. Old run the wildcat. Like, he's a wildcat. Treat him like a running back. And then maybe well, occasionally. He's a Jaguar. He is absolutely a wildcat. So just let him do an occasional fade. But they, they, the only thing that Blake Bortles does that's semi-good is running the football. It's what he did last week to make all his plays. So they need to just have some quarterback design runs to add that element. Who cares if he gets hurt? If he gets hurt, you got a better player coming in. His name's Chad Henney. So I don't understand it. David Caldwell's ego drafting him number three is ruining their chance to win a Super Bowl, plain and simple. I mean, that's, that's all I can really say. But they're scary. They're still going to win the game. But, yeah, I agree it'll be closer. Yeah, I just it's I think someone wrote it's the largest Blake Bortles spread ever. I mean, last week they were favored by what eight eight and a half. Well, no, well, and well, we took something the, like that. No, 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 no. They were was favored it? by four. It was four. And I was going to take Arizona right. in that game because I was just like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it was oh, four sorry. and a half last off. week. Yep. No, but that's that's a thing. Like this Jaguars team is very good, but with that spread. If they're down three, I'm going. Oh my god, twelve yeah. points for the Jaguars. Get the fuck out of here. I hear you. Happening. I hear you. This is the largest spread of the week. Cleveland Chargers, 13 and a half. Cleveland is 0-11, and they are not covering any spreads. 
Every week I go, oh, this is going to be close, and every week they lose by double digits. It's a fact. Their defense is ninth in the NFL. It's not bad, but there's always the Deshaun Kaiser turnover that kind of makes it reach that point. The Chargers are probably going to be one of the most bet-on teams going down the stretch. They are officially America's dark horse team. Mm -hmm. Everyone is picking them now to win the AFC West, but guess what? Old Papa Lufko continues to just shove his face inside the lion's mouth and is getting ready to be eaten. I'm going the Browns. I'm going $10. It's 13 and a half. I know that I should bet on the Chargers. I don't know why, but I'm going the Browns. I just... All right, stop. Just be quiet. You're betting... Oh, my gosh. What are you doing this week? I don't know. You're going to lose this week for sure. Um, Josh Gordon. $300. Chargers. I mean, what the what the hell? Okay, that was it. All right, uh, three hundred dollars. The Chargers are a phenomenal matchup against the Cleveland Browns. I mean, should I play Russell Wilson against the Eagles or Philip Rivers against the Browns? I would play Philip Rivers against the Browns. Yes. Um, I mean, Russell, he'd still probably be able to make magic. But okay, plain and simple. I don't know why I keep betting on the fucking Browns. I don't know why either. I'm the one that called you out three weeks ago for betting on the Browns. I bet on yes, and now you. I mean, you bet money on them. Like no, I bet ten dollars. Okay, okay. This time you just bet a hundred dollars on them. No, I bet ten dollars. Oh, okay. I thought you said a hundred. No. Um, but I'm going three hundred dollars for the Chargers for simple reasons. Casey Hayward, his brother dying, scares me a little bit, certainly. But R.I.P. R.I.P. Condolence him. Well, I know. I'm just <laughs> getting into the football aspect of it. But uh, w- listen, I know Josh Gordon's back, and I'm sure they'll have some things designed for him. That's great. But this Chargers defense is good. Like we've said in the last few weeks, they fixed their run defense issues. Their secondary is one of the best in football. Their defense is playing at an extremely high level. They fixed all the problems. Their offense, they pass protect as good as anybody in the game. All right, I'll put the, you Browns, right the Browns, the Browns blitz. Uh, they want to do those type of things. They're not great in the back end with coverage. I just have a hard time thinking they're going to be able to pressure Rivers. They're balanced enough to scare you with the run game with Melvin Gordon. It's at home. The Chargers have had extra days to prepare. They're going to be totally ready to go. The Browns are out, everybody. They're punch drunk. It's over. They're like the team that's like, huh, how many weeks are left in the season still? Oh, well, we still have to practice and play. I just can't see it. I'm picking the Chargers to win 28-10. Uh, to the people that were asking if we picked Falcons or Vikings, then someone said we both picked Falcons. We both picked Vikings, actually, in that game. I paid $10. I, p- I think the Vikings are going to win the game 24-21. Uh, no, so you're like, I don't know why I keep doing this with Cleveland. I, I really have no idea. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like the same thing you just said about the Jacksonville Jaguars with Blake Bortles. It's the same thing with Deshaun Kaiser. It's not any better. All right. That's going to be a left yeah. call lock. <laughs> I'm going to flip that. <laughs> Carolina goes down to New Orleans. It's 8-3 and three and 8-3. and three. Yeah. Saints <laughs> offense is second in the NFL. Carolina is two as well. And New Orleans is hosting the Panthers. New Orleans is favored by the always scary four points. Whenever a team is favored by four, it's Vegas going, you know they could win by a lot, but they could also lose. Yeah, right. 
Carolina is a really scary defense, except when they play the New Orleans Saints. It is a great defense for that Saints offense. Michael Thomas in the slot. Cam Newton looked like shit against the New York Jets. They won because Josh McCown literally threw them a ball and then shrunken Calvin Benjamin returned a punt return for a touchdown. Canvasser, I don't remember his actual name. He's just Keelan Clay. He's just... Yeah, he's just, this is Canvasser's nickname. He looks like Calvin Benjamin, but like Rick Moranis got a hold of him and said, I want him about 5'11". Ah, good. You've seen um, that movie, huh? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yes. Classic. When Classic. you're inside the Honey Nut Cheerios. I was on a plane with Rick Moranis. Just a few. Uh, you were on a plane with I Rick Moranis? I was. He walked. Was he in first class? Nope. What a And neither was scrub. I. I wasn't Damn. either that week. You know life has hit you hard when Rick Moranis isn't in first class. Because uh, you know damn well that 20 years ago, Rick Moranis walked in a plane. They're like, oh, no, they're going to shrink the plane. He was totally incognito. Had a hat on. He really looked like he was still dressing for the part of father of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, when was they, he was like riding that. the bee. Oh, man. Pretty good. Dope. That was the first selfie that went wrong. They were standing in front of that thing. And they were like, oh, pfft, uh, shrunk. Uh, I am going New Orleans $100. I didn't feel that confident because I do respect Carolina. Mm-hmm. And if Carolina can stop the Kamara um, Ingram running attack, it'll be a very close game. I just think the Saints are a better team, and I like the matchup for the passing offense against Carolina. Yeah, uh, I'm going the Saints for $10. Uh, I picked the game to... That'll make any Panther go to sleep. Ooh. Oh, Panther, go to sleep. Uh, the, the, go to sleep, Panther. The 21-17 to 17 Saints, that's what I'm picking. Um, oh, so you're, it's a push. It is a push, but I'm going with the Saints just to make that Jack Farr, that is bet. Lattimore and Crawley back? I believe so. I believe they're both going to be back. Hey, I'm in the middle of doing a show right it? now. I'm in the office. I'm in the Marshall? studio doing a show right Tell now. Tell them to walk come in. Come and walk in. Well, we're live. Come walk Tell in. Come we're in. live on TV right now. All right. Yeah, no, Brandon Marshall's going to – if he is here – we can have him stand over you oh. or me. All right. Uh, well, he could just come say hi. But regardless, yeah. the the get a mic ready. The Dave. Carolina Panthers. I think you made the points. Um, there's they play zone defense that scares me. It's in New Orleans. I do think New Orleans has the O line to stop the overpowering aspect of the Carolina Panthers yep. defensive front. So from that standpoint, and I look pissed. at that. Yes. And the Panthers are play. like, we won in the New York right. and play like shit. Right, you're right. The Carolina Panthers offense was off kilter. I don't expect Cam Newton to be off for long. It was a bye week. He certainly missed some throws. But, man, before the bye, he was awesome. So let's not, let's not forget that. But I do think this will be a close football game, certainly. But I just like the Saints being at home. Sounds like Lattimore and Crowley are going to be back on the defensive front. So they'll be able to play man-to-man, stop some of the creative run scheme of the Carolina Panthers. That's why I go with it. All right, let's keep going. Next up is going to be the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Arizona getting the big win over Jacksonville. Adrian Peterson hasn't had a big game since the San Francisco game. Yeah. Or he had two big games, I guess. Uh, Rams offense is fourth in the NFL. Sean McVay, by the way, came out and said, no, we're just doing regular stuff. I'm not in his ear. I'm not being a crazy helicopter offensive coordinator. going to be honest, I don't believe him. I think he's in there audibling in Jared Goff's ear. They have a super-powered offense. I mean, if you read the answer, he's telling you he was. He's just saying, I, wasn't, I don't do it every play. That's yes. really what he was saying. And you think that's wrong. I do. I don't like that aspect. And the competition committee, you're taking away the greatness of people like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning. But you're you're, you're equaling the playing field. That's not what makes Tom Brady amazing is he can – 
under the pressure with people around him. Right. He finds ways to get the offense in the right play and do all those things. His field generalship, his calm under pressure, that's being taken away with, hey, hey, Jared, check to this play. This is a scary yeah. defense. I don't like that. I that look at the Rams' on. defense, and I think Arizona is a really bad matchup. It's a bad matchup for Arizona. Right. What I say by that is, is Arizona has no run offense. It is, it is forced. It doesn't work. And when you're one-dimensional against Wade Phillips and Aaron Donald mm -hmm. can just come at you, Aaron Donald against this offensive line, he might have four and a half sacks. He could. And I look at the Rams offense, I think that Arizona allows big plays. Right. They just faced a team last week that doesn't isn't capable of getting it. Mm -hmm. I'm going $100 on the Rams. I know it's seven points, but I think Arizona is a team that you can have big margins against because their offense and their defense are kind of boomer They're inconsistent. Bust. They're You're very right. inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going I, 100 on the Rams. I hear you there. I, I'm not mad at you for that. I'm going $10 on the Rams. Okay. Um, I picked them to win the game 30-20. to 20. Oh, you want to ride little nice cardinal? Come on. I just think the Rams, though, yes, uh, the Rams are real. I think that's what that the Rams beat their ass 33 to nothing in London. I, I feel good about what the Rams have done really the last two weeks. They lost 24 to 7 against the Vikings. It was an encouraging loss if it there's was. such the a Cooper thing. Cup fumble, it was a much that. closer game than it looked on the scoreboard. And then last week, the physicality which they played the game, and they also showed me something, a little run game defense discipline that I did not know if they were capable I of. I love that. That, so, that could be really cool if, it, if it Minnesota could be. taught them a lesson. Right? So that it is cool. And then I just, yes, uh, you know, I guess I do get scared a little bit about divisional matches. Arizona, exactly. But you my know thought these process teams, when I saw that right? was – I don't like to evaluate divisional matchups when there's a new coach involved. Yes. Jeff Fisher, Bruce Arians was very predictable. Right. Sean McVay, Bruce Arians, I have a feeling is going to is leaning very heavily Sean McVay. It's a different feel to me than Rams Cardinals in the past. Yeah. Well, the, Every the Rams year, are clearly the better team, always. and they're definitely a better coach football team than they were in years past. So there's no denying that the Rams offense is dangerous. Yeah. The Cardinals defense it's scary. It's all over the place. Hey, Chandler Jones is amazing. I like they put Honey Badger back at free safety a lot more. That's where he belongs. He needs to be a safety. He's not a nickel corner. He's not that type of guy. Uh, so I went $10, like I said. But I guess what I got scared of is just the Cardinals offense can still be explosive in the pass game. And I guess I'm just – it's on the road, and it's still the Rams, and I still look at them as a young team, and I guess that's what scares me. I'm realizing, unfortunately, that you've bet all of your money. I did. And I'm realizing that I still have money to go. Mm -hmm. Are you excited? Because it's time for the Geno Smith. Let New York football giant. It's a new era of Giants football. Ben McAdoo at the helm. Geno Smith taking snaps under center. This is the combination that Big Blue has been missing. Eli, hit this couch, pal. No one needs you anymore because Geno Smith is ready to lead the Giants. Season tickets, order now. You like this couch thing. Yeah, I love the couch. Love the couch. Uh... The Raiders are favored by eight and a half over the Giants. Number one, I think Geno Smith is equal to, if not a little bit better right now, than Eli Manning because he can run and he's not going to go down when he gets breathed on by Khalil Mack. Number two, the Raiders don't have Amari Cooper or Crabtree. Is Cooper definitely out? I'm going to say... I mean, it's dicey. Le the left it's more than the concussion, too. He had something else, too. I'm going to go Cooper sits. Yeah. That's my prediction. We're doing it on a Thursday. Right. They don't have a wide receiver. 
They're running. They're relying on Cordaro Patterson, Seth Roberts, and Marshawn Lynch mm -hmm. to get this going against the Giants. I know that Janoris Jenkins is out. I yep. know that Eli Apple will probably miss some time. There are still big ballers on Big Blue's defense. Eight and a half for that offense is too much, and I think the Giants are going to cover. What'd you bet on it? I'm going a hundred dollars on the Giants. Getting eight and a half points, I think that Geno Smith keeps it close, and then the Giants fans are going, "Well, I, I don't know. I think they lose by like three. Yeah, that's what I have them losing. Really? Twenty. I, I got the Raiders winning twenty-three twenty. I'm taking the Giants for ten dollars. I don't trust this to put a hundred dollars on this. You're crazy for that too. <laughs> you, you, what were you smoking last night? I don't know. Were you in well? The, were you in the tent with Tatanka smoking peyote? Holy cow! Um, I like to get a little loose, <laughs> uh, but. I think um, it just scares me. Uh, it scares me. I got to stop saying that. Uh, yes, Plain the Giants. Simple. The Giants match up with the Raiders in a lot of aspects. The Giants defense still has talent. To some people out there yesterday, and I was like, I'm taking. Yes, that. and I didn't know Janoris Jenkins was definitely going to be out for the year at that point. But regardless of that, yes, I look at it that way. The Raiders defense, it's not very good. I do think the Giants will be able to move the ball on them a little bit, uh, and I think the Giants are a team that's. Still fighting to a degree. They're not like giving I up. I was going to ask you, what do you think the do you think they're going to come out and go? We got to win this one, or do you think they're deflated by what's happened this last week? No, I think they're. I think a lot of times this kind of thing. And listen, no, nobody there is going to be happy that Eli Manning got benched. Um, but a new quarterback at the helm that can maybe do some things that physically Eli can't do will excite the offense a little bit. So there will be, and it's just a new energy in general, and sometimes that's needed. Uh, so, so from that aspect, I do think you could see a, a little bit more of a motivated Giants football team. So part of the reason why I don't think Amari Cooper is going to play is I was checking the practice reports yesterday. Yeah. He did not practice. Right. Um, I just believe there's been a direct correlation this year when he hasn't practiced in the week, and then he also hasn't Well, something played. more than the concussion, too. It was another injury. Uh, he, a ankle. It's an ankle. Brutal sorry. hit. He has an injured ankle and right. a concussion. Right. Uh, all right, so I just I'm looking at that team and I it's the same. We're reason. done with it. Go to the next game. All right, I'm just saying the Jag for the Jaguars and the Raiders to be favored by nine and eight and a half at yeah. this point of the season. Yes, that seems crazy. It to does. Me. It is crazy. All right, Philadelphia taking on Seattle and the rankings here are just mwah. Eagles third offense, sixth defense. Seahawks eighth offense, eighth defense. Seattle gonna be honest. They were scratching and clawing to get away from San Francisco in that game, and Russell Wilson has to make magic all the time. The Eagles are the most consistent team in the NFL, but they are favored by five and a half on the road. What would I bet? Can't tell you, because I have a duty, and that duty is to the Philadelphia Eagles. I am betting $10 on the Seattle Seahawks. Why? Because I always bet $10 against the Eagles' opposition, and every single time, it pretty much leads to an Eagles victory. It's all about you. And yeah, my role right. as the mush is to keep it going. Hey, a wise guy told me about uh, a book called Ego is the Enemy. It's not all about you, Lefko. I mean, gosh, damn, the whole world revolves around you. He thinks Carson Wentz is going to play good or bad because he bet 10 or didn't bet 10 on him. What the hell is wrong with you? Okay. Oh, baby. Coming Make your over here. bet. Make your bet. Yes. Okay. $10 on the Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks fight and, claw, fight and claw and play hard every week. I, I mean, so that I can't say that I'm going to sit here at home against the Philadelphia Eagles, who are clearly the better football team, that they're just going to win this game by more than five and a half points. I do think this is a defense with that pass rush that can contain a Russell Wilson magic to a if degree. If the Eagles go into Seattle and blow them out. Right. 
What does that say to the Eagles for you? Because you already have a number two. Well, yeah. I mean, they're clearly one of the two best teams in football. It's them and the Patriots. I think what it just would just answer to me is just like, hey, there's no environment. There's nothing that scares this football team. Look at this guy. Is this video or? No, we are live on Facebook. We are live on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. How you doing, man? Good to see you. What are you doing, right? Dude, we are talking about all the games of the week. What's You're not. <laughs> uh, we are actually doing uh, betting. So we get six, we get $100 for every game, mm -hmm. and we split our money up. Sims has big bets this week. He's going Washington over Dallas. He's going New England. That's his really big bet yeah. to cover eight and a half against Buffalo, yeah. which that line doesn't make any sense to us. Yeah. And he's going Chargers favored by 13 and a half over Cleveland. Those are his three big yeah, bets. Three big Can I share ones. something with you sure. guys? Yeah. I know nothing about betting. It's yeah. really no, hard. Me neither. You, 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 talk me. About, yeah, you talk about spread and yeah. this it's and that. It's hard enough to pick the games normally. So he went 13 and three last week picking winners. Yeah. But in the picks, he went nine, six, and one. It is so hard to gamble. Why people do it, we do not understand. Wait, wait. So, so he, let's just ask him. He played against your Eagles. He was healthy at that point. Just yes. what jumped out to you about the Eagles when you played them? You know what? Nothing. 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 Right. But what happens is losing is contagious yeah. and winning is contagious. You're right. And, I mean, these guys won, what, 10 in a row? Yeah. Is it 10 in a row? Yeah. I think it's so, nine I, in a row. Yeah, I mean, their swagger, row, right. you see, nine in a row. You, yeah. see, you see them on the sideline, the group pitchers, the celebrations, how they're doing were it together. Were you both on that Broncos 6-0 team? That's the thing we that were. stands okay, out. Okay, so here's the perfect question. You were both on a team that started off 6-0 and yeah. the bye week we hit and all the momentum week. flushed out. Oh, my gosh. So this team is going to play at Seattle, then they're going to go to the Rams. It, could it be, like, as an Eagles fan, I'm a little bit worried, could there be something that pulls the chair out and that swag and momentum falls off? No, I think that, you know, this may be one of those stretches where they could drop one, maybe even two, but it won't, because, it won't be because of, you know, uh, the focus isn't there right. or, no. you know, it's just going to be one too of, late in the year football. now. They know yeah. the Super Bowl's dangling there, so Co they're going to keep playing. And then you got a guy yeah. like... Wentz. What is his name? Wentz. Wentz? Yeah, is Wentz. His name? What is his name? Wentz. Yeah, whatever his name is. MVP. <laughs> Forget the Eagles. But you got a guy like that. Like, man, this guy's a stud. He's locked in. He's not going to let his team go the other way. So yeah, Alshon agreed. said part of the reason he came to Philadelphia was because he saw Wentz. LeGarrette, part of the reason he came to Philadelphia was Wentz. I'm seeing all these quotes after every game of guys going, he's the future. Do yeah. you see that in a kid? Can you see special talent in, a, in like, guys that you face? Oh, he is the future. He is. I mean, he, yeah. he's the face of the yeah. NFL right now, and he will be for the next 10 years. I mean, this guy is special. Forget about their record. Forget about... You know, uh, you know how he, they're winning games. Uh, think about what this guy does every right? single play. The plays play. he makes yes. physically are physically. They're amazing. It's not about the scheme. It's like, oh, we're going to throw a screen. He's not there. I'm going to spin out and run yeah. for 20 yards down the back sideline, whatever it I mean, may this be. this guy's the like on the Brett run. Favre right. and Cam Newton put together. There you go. That's what I, I've said. He's like he's a amazing. more athletic big Ben. Like, that's what I, I've said. But you're right. That's he a good is. combination. He's such a yeah. boner right yeah. now. I mean, what was that <laughs> one play? That? I forget the game, but he's in a pocket. He Running you know, up and he threw the touchdown. No, he did a spin move. That was he last game. Up. Chicago, he had four guys coming on his blind side, and he did a, a Russell yeah. Wilson backwards spin, and then he ran for 15 yards. He didn't even mean to do that. I know. He closed his eyes and How fell you into feeling? that. <laughs> I'm feeling good. You feel yeah. healthy? Yeah. Well, you I'm not there? healthy. I yet. know you're not. I'm probably about 50%. Man. Well, you uh, guys are so was, mentally if, strong. If, if the hurt. Super Bowl was tomorrow, I'll probably play in it. <laughs>
Full of T.O. <laughs> for like 7, for like 136. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Bleach Report. What do you think this of our is office? nice, man. The new digs are amazing. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. Cool. You haven't seen You guys are a big deal. Well, so they tell us. He's getting yeah. huge. You see him on TV all the time? Yeah, turning down deals. You got all these radio shows coming out. You just turn them down. Look at you. Uh, I don't know. Yep, I know. I fooled a lot of people in this. <laughs> so know. you guys have been friends for a long time. Yes. Yeah. And this goes back to the Denver days. Is that when it started? The Denver days, yep. Did you know right yeah. away that he was different? Like he's just one of those screw loose kind of guys <laughs> yeah well I mean his work ethic you know we you know we talked about something serious his work ethic stood out to me yeah. he's like one of the first guys in he well, probably the second guy I was the, always the first guy and he was <laughs> after me but he would always be on always be on his bosey ball and he would throw probably like two three hundred passes on his bosey ball he'd be like Brandon go over here act <laughs> like you're running out and I'm like, Wait, you bro, mean like, like the balls you stand on for balance? I would do it because like, he was doing that core issues. Before yeah. LeBron. Yeah. yeah, well, you know he had this big surgery, and that's yeah. probably one of the reasons why his career was cut short. That's the biggest reason why his career was cut short. But, you know, every morning this dude would, would be, uh, be on his bosey ball throwing all types of passes, and he'll have me in different spots like, catch this, catch that. I'm like, man, this dude is Yeah, we, had, we, we did. We had a good year together. Thing. We definitely yeah. did. We did. We, we yeah. A lot of, like, even before the year started, going over the field, I'd throw him balls in the – the summer and the yeah. spring before we started training camp. And then... Um, Tell me your, the, the, your biggest job. Well, my biggest job was trying to just, you know, I don't know how this happened, <laughs> but I think Josh McDaniel saw that me and him had a relationship. So then it became, you know, hey, uh, can, you, can you help manage Brandon Marshall's... You became his babysitter. Well, well not his babysitter, but Brandon at that yeah. point of his life, and I think he would agree, he could get frustrated in a hurry, right? Sure. Hurry. So uh, if he didn't get the ball the first series oh, or two, he would have a vein sticking out. So and what was something you could say to bring him I would kind of... It's a long game. Relax. That's not what you said. Uh, what did I say? What did I say? You curse. Uh, yeah, yes, you can yes. curse. Fucking calm down. No, he say dickhead. It's the first quarter. <laughs> okay, remember last week when I told you it was going to come and you ended with 150 yeah. and 10 catches? Yeah. Same situation. Okay, relax. And I'll take a deep breath. Then I'll go. And catch then I usually balls. get it right. <laughs> right. Yes. We have uh, a lot of, so lot of I'll, I'll do one newsy thing. Okay. Because uh, I know you're very outspoken. Sims oh actually thinks okay. that the the way that the Giants handled this with Eli was mm. classy. His thought. Yeah, I did not think it was horrible. I didn't yeah. think. I mean, there's no easy way to do this. There's That's no my, easy my way. thing, right? So I just thought, hey, listen, they gave him the opportunity. He can go out and have the consecutive start. I'm not trying to disrespect Eli. He's the greatest quarterback in Giants history. Yeah. I understand that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. The greatest? Yeah, Dad said he was going to cut me out of the will when I said <laughs> yeah. that yesterday. He goes, oh, i got to readjust the yeah. will. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just think, you know, again, it wasn't a disrespectful way. I just don't think there's any easy way to do it. That was yeah. my take. There isn't an easy way to do it. I mean, I mean, look at. His brother, Peyton Manning. Right. You know, I mean, this is Peyton That's how Manning. everyone right. wants to go out. No, well, he didn't go out great. Send him no. to go ahead right. to Denver. And even when he got to Denver, look how different. Exactly you know, right. We're going to bench well, you for Osweiler. You know, but this is a different situation. You know, it, uh, this season is not because – it didn't go down the drain because of Eli's yeah, play. Right. So I can understand the sentiment there and, and how people rallied around him. He won two Super Bowls. But like you said, you know, Coach McAdoo is in an in unbelievable situation. Yeah. In a tough spot. Um, but, you know, hey. Uh, this they got to run their business. They're trying to win no for the future, too, the so they got to start doing it. No right. one wants to say goodbye right. to Eli. It's hard. But the problem is, and you know this, you got to play for something. And they're trying to look at the future. The you know, this is a tough, it's just a tough situation. You know, it's a tough situation for Eli. It's a tough situation yeah. for the organization, Coach McAdoo. Um, I don't think anybody wants to be in this situation. I mean, no. this is an unbelievable year for the Giants. Yeah. Who would have thought? I mean, everybody going – you know, going into the season, everybody thought that Picked we would you for be the Super Bowl. correct. You, you Super know, Bowl, and that's right. one of the reasons why you know I, you I wanted there. to go there. Sure. I, I even consulted with this guy, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it just didn't work out. 
Um, you're back next year, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm healing up and working hard. So I got one last question that we gotta let you go. You have now been in the media for a long time. You've yeah. seen it. And I ask you this all the time, what can we fix? What can we do better? Do you still like media? Do you still think it's no. good? I don't like media, uh, but I but I love uh, you know um, I love football. Um, Sharing you know, so your insight, correct, you like correct. straightening out the media yes. storyline. Doing well, I can't say I don't like media. I do like media. I just don't like some of the, the people in do. the media. Gotcha. Yeah, right. I think that it's you know, back in the day, the relationships were were better. You know, you had uh, the the reporters on the beat. You had them. You know. S- Sitting in a locker room, sitting in meetings, right. going out to dinner with guys. Understood the relationships the, was there, right. you know, and it was it wasn't as personal. You know, they didn't report on guys' personal life right. and, and mm. go deep. Right now, it's too personal because there's so many, you know, bloggers and and people these drive-by reporters that come in, and it's you know it's just so much access to us, and it's it's just too competitive to the point where it's all about clicks. Yeah, right. Want to yeah. make a big headline? All right. Well, let's do our last pick. Sit right okay. here. We're going to show you what our job well, is. I have a meeting Thursday. to go to. Yeah, go do ahead. You? Do your meeting. Yeah. Let him go. Go ahead. He's got to do his thing. We appreciate you stopping great. by. Good, oh, man. Cool. Good thing. Uh, Put my chair back at the for Super Bowl. Me. Yeah, we will. Don't worry. I think so. You going to have me on? So we're going to be at the Super Bowl. You have a I'd, free pass whenever yeah, you want. Whenever you want to come on, but I would love to get like a round table of some really cool dudes that can just talk about everything. I want to make sure that they give you guys a good budget where y'all can have a better setup. I don't like that setup last year. You're right. I asked for that already. I said that already. I said, can we look at that? I'll just say Brandon Marshall and All right, baby. You're the man. Thanks for coming in. See you, dude. Last pick. It is going to be Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football. Steelers are 9-2. They survive Brett Hundley. Right. Cincinnati, Joe Mixon went off against the Browns. Bengals, 32nd offense in the NFL. Steelers, 7th offense, 4th defense. Brandon Marshall's the fucking man. He's the man. Always has been. He's the man. Yes. Tells it like he says yep. it. Uh, everyone right now... Uh, I saw a lot of people while we were doing it and saying that they were really enjoying it. Holy shit, is this really happening? So my other thing, too, I I wish we could talk about it more, was him. You know, at first he was disgruntled. He wanted a new new contract. And they promised him they were going to give it to him if he acted correctly halfway through the year. They didn't do that. So this year, no, the year I was in Denver with oh, him, yeah, yeah. right? So that was the other thing too: is he would sit in the back of the meeting room with his feet up and his hood up because he yeah. was mad at them. And I got him to sit up in the front. I said, "Come on, man, you want them to pay you the big dollars? You got to yeah. go act the part. Let's yeah. go." And it was little things like that that where we bonded. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's always good to see somebody self-correct themselves. Not that oh. I was sitting there the one to do it. He oh. was an extremely intelligent person. To me, the the most successful people in league in life in business are people that don't see losses, they see lessons. Right. And the fact that people look at Brandon Marshall and they go, man, early in his career he was so mature. The fact that you don't see early in his career he was immature and now he's mature mm-hmm. and don't go, wow, isn't that what you want? Right. I'll never get it. Yeah. I'm going Cincinnati, $10, <laughs> five and a half. To me, this is a close game. I definitely think that the Steelers are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at Pittsburgh and going, they always play down to their opponent. They do. And I don't like Pittsburgh Steelers spreads that are above three. Mm-hmm. Could Antonio Brown go off? Sure. But you yeah. know what else could happen? A.J. Green could catch like a 70-yard bomb against this defense. You're right. I'm going to go off $10. We saw I, I get you there. I, I'm going Steelers for 10, but I'm only going 10 and – a lot of those reasons that you said, yeah, there, there, are, there are some things there that you are troubling as far as the matchup. I'm picking the Steelers to win the game 27-17, to 17, okay? Uh, okay? But, yes, I could see it being 20-17, to 17 yes. too, just as easily. So I've that's always why I thought Cincinnati matches up well with Pittsburgh. Well, they're not, they're not intimidated by them. No. I mean, Cincinnati is one of those teams, again, when you walk on the field and see them in person, you go, ooh, 
They're a little bit bigger and more impressive in person than TV does them justice for. And they're not as scared of the physicality of the Steelers and the Ravens and those type of teams. So they're willing to mix it up. You're right. They still have dangerous players. I do think they can contain that Pittsburgh offense to a degree. Uh, and, yes, Pittsburgh at times can sleepwalk against teams they know they're better than them. Man, yeah, I'm just looking back right now, and a, a lot of people are excited about Brandon. They say that I was flirting with him. Uh, they're saying that it should be the S&M show featuring Lefko, Sims, and Marshall. If you cut me out of this, I'm going to be sitting on the couch. S&M show featuring Lefko. I was going to say, S&M is not a good title for the show. All right, so those are all of the picks. Uh, let us now – hold on a second. If that Streif story is correct. What? Wow. What? Bleacher Report app. Streif for the Saints? Saints offensive tackle Zach Streif will not return this season after ongoing surgery. All right. Well, they'll be okay. Tell, break it down. Offensive line, tackle Yeah, they'll situation. be okay. Well, they'll put so Ram- Ramchek in right, right tackle. No, Ramchek in right, right tackle, tackle where he's been a little bit. Right. So the thing is, is the Saints offensive line would have been incredible with Streif because right. it would have been Armstead, Streif with Ramchek at what guard? Like left? Right guard. Right Pete guard. Pete at left guard. Pete at left guard. Right. Hunger. Yes. Is Watford's the right guard now. So now – Man, it's, they're so deep. They're so good. They did a great job. Right. The only problem is, is every game I turn on, Teron Armstead has played like half yeah, the game. Yeah, he can play the full game. No doubt about it. It's a little scary. Okay, I know we have. And then Hugh Jackson is ready for Gordon's return. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's going to start. Our big bets of the week. Yeah. You are going 270 on Washington. Mm-hmm. I'm going 300 on Green Bay underdogs at home. You are going 900. I'm going 300 on New England. That is the Lefko Sims lock of the century of the year of the week of the day. I am going Minnesota 340. You agree, Minnesota? I'm going 100 on the Jets. You agree on the Jets. I'm going 100 on Indy. You agree on Indy. You are going 300 on the Chargers. I have to agree with you. It's starting to look good. And then I'm going 100 on the Saints and Rams. Lefko locks. I am definitely going Patriots. I believe that I am also going to go Minnesota yep. against Atlanta. Okay. I think I'm going to make Green Bay getting points at home against Tampa Bay. I just want to bet against Tampa Bay. Right. And now I'm thinking, do I want to go New Orleans or do I want to do the old Lefko switch and go Chargers? Mm. I think I should go Chargers. I I would have more faith in that now. But, you, I mean, listen, you beat me in this more than I beat you. So Yeah, but you're on a fucking tear. And sometimes you need to admit that. But Indy, Indy 100 against Jacksonville 9. Right, Don't make that a lock. Yeah, I'm going to go Chargers, I think. Right. Yes. Either that or Jets getting three against Kansas City. Right. It's not a lock. It's not a lock. Chargers are a lock. Done. Um, you know what time it is. Oh, baby. It I is know. time for Guaranteed to Lose. Five teams that Sims absolutely knows will L-O-S-E. Lose, lose, lose. He'll hear from my family. He'll hear from his family. Sims, where do we start first? Oh, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Hello, Buffalo. Yes, you're going to lose. You might have heard the greatest team we've ever seen is coming to town. Oh, it's Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. I can guarantee it. You will lose, Buffalo. Sorry. See you next week. Next up, Sims. Oh, well, you know, I got to seize it to believe it, and I don't believe it. So you're going to lose. San Diego is hot, and you're the Cleveland Browns. That's all I can say. You're going to lose. See you next week on GTL, Cleveland. Every week is a guaranteed week for the Browns. Sims, next. Ah, uh, sorry, Seattle. The Seahawks are going to lose. There's a big eagle coming to town. He's going to beat your Seahawk. He's a little stronger. His talons, his beak are all bigger than Seahawks. Not good. He's going to feast himself on a little ocean birdie called a Seahawk. Sorry, Seattle. You're going to lose. Next up, guaranteed to lose, Sims. 
Whoa, well, you don't even exist in this part of the country. Yeah, Bengals, I don't know where they got that from. But yes, you're going to lose because it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they've been beating steel all week long, and they're ready to come to Cincinnati and win. Uh, yeah, they're just better, plain and simple. Sorry, I am the oracle. They are going to lose because I say I so. so. And last but not least, GTL. Oh, hello, Indianapolis. It's the Colts. Yes. <laughs> Little baby horsies don't do good against Jaguars. They eat them. <laughs> Sorry, Colts. You're going to lose. This Jags defense is a real deal. Holy field. That was great. And Thanks. here are your five teams guaranteed to lose. We have three home teams, two road teams. Bills, Browns, Seahawks, Bengals, and Colts. And in case you forgot, Chris Sims last week went five and oh, guaranteed to lose. Special shout out to Brandon Marshall coming yeah, in. Yeah, B Marsh. That was great. Shout out. Coming up next right here on Facebook Live is the College Football Show with Steven Nelson and Michael Felder breaking down everything when it comes to the, the final round of four, who's getting into the playoff, who is good, who is great, and who is not. Uh, if you guys are subscribing on iTunes or however you download the podcast, we appreciate you, Sims and Lefko. Hit us up on all social accounts. It's at Sims and Lefko. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Coming up right now, though, it is going to be a conversation with Moose Johnston. We're going to talk about Moose. all the games coming up this weekend. Let's talk a little bit about Cowboys in the 90s. It's great. We love you guys a lot. We're working together this Sunday. Yes, I'll be there. Check out for winners and losers. Love y'all. For Sims. Peace out, homies. Patrick would say good evening and the L-E-F-K-O-E says good night. Holla at your boy. All right, so we just wrapped up the Epic Bet Show where I'm sure I beat you. Like, I'm guaranteeing that I'm beating you again. I didn't cheat. He's accusing again? me of cheating. I've beat him now three years in a row. Yeah, I'm not a good better. Yeah, because you go not. I do. I go here. I do. I get too deep in the weeds, too. He worries about the third corner and their Yeah, exactly. Uh, We are joined by an absolute legend, Daryl Moose Johnston, Super Bowl winner, really good broadcaster. We've had you here at Bleach Report a few times. You are compliments of Liberty Tax. And Sims, when you get older and sponsors want to come to you, you need to be as good as Daryl because he is the greatest spokesperson I've ever met. Are you ready? Yeah. Liberty Tax. Why? Well, we all need a game plan, right? Whether it's for life or for a football game, uh, we need that for tax season as well. And there's been a lot of changes to what's going on with the tax code. We see it on, on Capitol Hill. Uh, we can't rely on the politicians to get a fix. So, no. you know, we, we want Liberty Tax. We want to go to Liberty Tax. They're going to help us create a game plan. And, and whether you do it on your own, you can go to Liberty uh, LibertyTax.com. They've got all the tools there. If you want to, if you really want to walk this road on your own, they'll let you do that. But I recommend you find a location nearby in your community. Yeah. Go into one of their certified planners. Sit down with him. Map out your game plan there because there's some changes from last year. For example, I, I didn't know about this. Over 30 million Americans will not get their tax refund until at least the end of February, oh. where Liberty Tax will show you ways to uh, enable access to up to $3,250 of your tax fund as early as January 2nd. Expediate so, that process. Exactly. Get some money in your pocket, get your plan in place, and then enjoy tax season if you possibly can. Yeah. Not possible. I actually... Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I mean, well done. I mean, the guy, does he get paid for a living to talk I or what? I mean, but the true thing is, is I'm listening to this, I'm like, ah, oh, God, I gotta get my taxes well, done. Well, you know I what's know, funny right? is... And now Sims is on NBC, so his tax 
bracket's crazy. Well, my my uh, my financial advisor and the guy that takes care of my taxes just died. So if your financial advisor out there dies, go to Liberty Tax Plan. <laughs> exactly. Okay? That's where exactly. I might be going. It's your first time look out there this year. You don't want to swim those right. waters on your own. Yes, I, I, I definitely Absolutely don't. Absolutely not. I just oh. make the money and then my wife spends it and then there we try go. to figure it we out. Have, right. We have you know, the big have. wigs. Hold on. What do you think? If your tax advisor dies, go to Liberty Tax. I think it sells itself. That's amazing. All right. You're doing Rams Cardinals. I am. Which means you just studied Cardinals Jaguars. And me and Sims were like, man, what did you think of that game? What did you think? Uh, I, I'm a Blaine Gabbert fan. Uh, you know, I yeah. have been. I, oh. I, I've cheered for him for he a while. He's the best quarterback uh, in that game. It, it, it's, uh, he's a guy. We, we had him in Jacksonville, and then we had him a couple of years later and uh, when he was with San Francisco. And, and I thought he had, he'd really kind of filled out. And I always go back to the Philip Rivers thing, right? When Philip came out, he was a tall, skinny, right. lean guy. And then Philip got big and kind right. of thick. And, and, and Blaine reminded me a little bit of that. But right now for Arizona, what's going on with their offensive line, they need somebody with Blaine's mobility. Yeah, right. I mean, Carson and, and Drew are just getting clobbered back there because yes. that line is like a sieve. So oh, man. Yeah, they've been playing a little bit better escaping. as of late. He does. Yeah, yeah. He, you're right. They have been, certainly. Uh, okay, first of all, wait. I, let me just, I want to see your ring. Which So you're wearing – that's 30. the fifth one, so that's thirty. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's is, this is very special to me. All right. So uh, you know me. I want to ask him some history questions. Of course. Let's go. Okay. That is so awesome. Uh, I what was, do you feel? I like was a Cowboys fan at this point Troy because Aikman my dad retired, yeah. and I love Troy, mm-hmm. and I think I've told Moose that before. What are you feeling putting that on? Uh, it's really a special ring. I mean, this is to me. This is where I want to go. This is one of the greatest teams in the history of football. And I, my dad would always say the '92 Cowboy team he played. Yes, that that the was best the best one team the he ever. He, that was your okay because he always mm-hmm. said that was the best team he ever played against. Um, wow. So yeah, that's, that's nice what compliment. he said. Even against the, the, those great the 49ers Bears, yeah. team and the Bears and all them. So uh, that is amazing. But all right, so why is the '92 team the best out of your three championship teams? Oh gosh, young, athletic, right. uh, maybe naive to the fact how good we were. No right. egos at all. Yeah. Uh, the ultimate team, ultimate teammates. Uh, Charles Haley, great mentor on the defensive side of the ball. Yep. Uh, just explosive guys on the offensive side of the ball. You're going to try and stop the run. We're going to beat you with Novacek and Irvin and Harper and right. Williams. Oh, you're going to back off of that. Okay, now we're going to we're just going to pound the ball. Right. So it was kind of pick your poison. We got into this discussion earlier today, and it was about individual matchups. Yeah. We just felt like. Are you going to try to stop the run? You're going to try to stop the pass. Right. It went beyond the individual matchup. Can you can you match us trying to stop the run or trying to stop the pass? And we felt you would you wouldn't be able to do either. Right. Okay. All right. One more thing with this. I know. I was going to say we had Isaac Bruce in this chair like two hours ago, and he was saying the same thing. You're going to stop Marshall. You're going to stop the pass. Exactly. The best offense. Yeah. You can't stop either. Yeah. It, it's, All right. It's, go it's with impossible. your history. All right. The, the last thing I want to just say with the history lesson is they okay so. When you played at those times, 92, 93, 94, which people I don't think remember, if they call pass interference on Deion Sanders, right? you might go to, Super, exactly. you're going to go to the Super Bowl again, and you're going to beat the 49ers. But in those years, when you had to play the 49ers in the AFC, uh, NFC Championship game, who was better? And this is no disrespect, but did you when you beat the 49ers in 92, 93, did you go, they're better than the Bills, we're going to be okay? I mean, No. No. No, we didn't. Okay. And there was a lot of talk at that time that the NFC Championship game was the was, real Super right, Bowl. Right, right. Uh, but we never felt that way. Not not with Buffalo. Not with – I mean, and they've proven that to be true, right? Yes. Kelly, Smith. Yeah, it was so Andre talented. Reed, Thurman, uh, you know, Thomas. Ty, Thurman Thomas, Tasker. Right. I mean, it was just – I mean, throughout Phil Hans, it was just – it was a tremendously talented team. Yeah. Uh, so we had the utmost respect for them both times. And then the, the third time we went uh, for, for Super Bowl thirty, it was that whole Cowboy – Steeler, right. there was that 
Roger was excited as anybody right. when we beat Pittsburgh that day. Yeah, was he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a thorn in the side right. of he Roger Staubach. I'm sure it was. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. That was an awesome game to be at. I, I, How I old were you then? I was, uh, I, let's see, this, so that was 95-96 Super Bowl, and I was a freshman in high school, so I was really starting to become a pretty Fan. good high school yeah. quarterback and – Troy was my guy, and of course, who didn't he love Deion lefty. Sanders? Oh, and course. you know the playmaker coming out and you know doing his dance like that was. <laughs> they were new to that defense. stuff. That, that was a time of my life where I just assumed that the Dallas was in the Super Bowl every year, like because it was every freaking year. I looked up as an Eagles fan and was like, "Oh, well, that's we got Rodney Pete trying to get us there. This is going to be great." <laughs> so you got in in ninety and ninety one. Talk you about got, that defense. Oh my god. It's, I, We've I, talked about it before. Yeah. About 85, how... uh, 85 Bears, 2,000 Ravens. I, I still say it's a backseat to the to the 90 or 91 still Philadelphia Eagles. Big Phil would say the same thing. Man, Dad it was would say that was the best. We scored, we he scored ever ten points on him one time. We were doing. We had a party in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> That's ten points. <laughs> right. That's unbelievable. Uh, go ahead, Lefko. You want to go? I was going to go current stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, we're talking about great defenses. That Jaguars defense. Where would you put that up against? Because we are just amazed by them every week right yeah. now. The current Jaguars defense. Where do you think that stacks up? Up and coming. Up and coming. I don't know where it's going to be historically. I think they've got a little bit more yeah, work to do. Sure. This is really the first year in that system. But Barry Church said when he left Dallas and went to Jacksonville, yeah. he said – this secondary is better than the secondary, and I left Dallas. And he goes, and I think overall as a defense, this is this is a group that nobody really knows about. Right. And everybody's kind of like, yeah, of course you're going to say that. You just signed a nice contract yeah, down there. Right, right. But you know what they did in the draft with Jalen Ramsey. Barry Church is still probably when you talk to Cowboy fans, the one that got away. He you did. Know? God, yeah. God, couldn't we find a way to get Barry Church signed? Right. Are we going to lose everybody on the and back? The crazy end? thing right. about the Jaguars is, I, I think it's they're all everyone on the defense is under contract until 2019. So they're going to be together for a few years to watch Ramsey and Bouye and all those guys yeah. grow and Calais Campbell. Yep. Uh, your your former team plays Thursday night. Yeah. Dallas, Washington. Scary. I'm a believer that too much is being put on Dak. If I said before this season, all right, Dak, you have to have the same year, but no running back. Half your offensive line's gone. Your wide receiver gets older and your defense deteriorates, but you need to play at the same level. I think it's asking too much of him right now. That's my perception. Well, the big thing is even playing where he played last year. That, that's a that was a great season. Yes. Well, yeah, one four point seven in the quarterback rating, two right. interceptions all season long. Um, it was a phenomenal year, and and I told people this year. Listen, if he falls a little short statistically of what he did last year, that's still a really good season, for no sure. doubt. And then without the injuries, the other pieces should pick up for it. The one, the one thing that's been troubling is just the plays on the outside, the explosive plays yes. on the outside. Where are they at? Uh, you know, why can't Des get the separation? You right. know, why can't they? You know, you know, come up with a combination, some kind of concept that that takes advantage of where the guys are right now. So they they're they're not they're not built to go eight plays, ten plays, twelve plays no. all the way down the field. They need that chunk. And right yeah. now we're seeing Ezekiel was the guy that provided that. Yeah, please, the only please guy that provided. Talk that. about him as an ex fullback and just when you go to practice in, in Dallas and see him, and because as in person he's such a specimen. Yeah, uh, just you know. To you, where does he rank, or not know where he ranks, but what's he like to see in person and your respect level for him? He's a lot thicker than you think. Right. Um, I, yeah. I mean, shoulders, traps. Right, like you, you know, can't just stick rolled. a knife in him. Like exactly, like, like exactly. Bend. And, and to me, the, the first time I knew it was when he hit Cam Chancellor last year in the preseason. Oh, in the preseason. And that knocked was him back, and party. Cam came and hit him, and then he went right back after Cam. Right. So I was like... Ooh, that yeah. was so awesome. he's got he's got a little bit of he's right. got a little bit of that yes, as well. A little bit of so. asshole in him. Yeah, like exactly. that, that <laughs> game that game was the Zeke coming out party and, and the, the Dak coming and the out. The Dak. Party. I mean, that preseason game was mm-hmm. monumental when mm-hmm. you think about what the Cowboys are right it now. It was. Damn. 
All right, so Zeke is incredible, and yeah. he—you said what? He's the best offensive player in the league. I, I mean, I think he's certainly in that discussion. I, I don't think people gave him enough credit for the fact that when there's nothing there, he would still get two or three. Or when we see 15-yard runs by Alfred Morris, now that could have been 40 and 50-yard yes. runs with Zeke Elliott, and that can't be quantified in stats. And I just have been trying to on our podcast to kind of, yeah. kind of let people know they're missing that element. He's of their still team mad that Dak won Rookie of the Year over Zeke. Yeah, that's a tough one. It, it was a tough one, and, and now you know, w- you know who's who was more important to that team last year. Right now, yes. So it could be Zeke. Yeah, it could be Zeke. All right, so we'll, let's just talk. Since you you know you're you work for Fox, uh, NFC. The NFC is pretty damn good this Loaded. year. It is uh, great games down the stretch too. Crazy games yes, down the stretch. Right, they're all playing yeah. each other, so it's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, this you know, weekend it's Minnesota, Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, Philadelphia, Seattle. Man, that's awesome. Fantastic. It really and is. And then next week we already talked about it. Next week's get fourteen is unbelievable. So I know you haven't seen all of them in person or whatever, but I just you know what's your take of the guys, the teams you've seen in person out of the out of the upper echelons, the Carolina. I'm going to throw them mm-hmm. in that bunch too. Just uh, who's impressed you through study and seeing him in person? Uh, caught Carolina kind of on the upswing. Cam had gotten healthy again, right. started to run the football a little bit more. Right. I, I like Carolina's defense. They're still a defensively driven team. Um, the Rams we saw against the Cowboys, Sean McVay said that was kind of their coming out party. Yeah, they came sure. from behind in Dallas, right. and that was kind of like, oh, hey, we're better oh. than we thought we were. Right. And, and I think they're, they're, they're more in, in a positive frame of mind now than they were then. Um, I got to see New Orleans against them. I've got to see Minnesota against them. Uh, I don't know how Zimmer does it up in Minnesota. He loses, you know, quarterback running back two years ago, quarterback running back again this year, still finding a way to win. The one dark horse I have um, is New Orleans right now. Everybody says, well, they're they're a Dome team. They're built to to win in the Dome. Not this year. No. Not this year. Now, I know Buffalo is not that great. Right. Uh, And especially when New Orleans played them, they were struggling a little bit. But they they housed them. Housed them. I mean, it was unbelievable to watch. I mean, 300 yards rushing? Yes. That's a day in the NFL. So this is a team that can go into Philly. Can go into sure. Seattle, right? Can go anywhere they want to go because right. they run the ball, they play good defense, and if that's not working, oh by the way, we got this Breeze guy back yeah, here, yeah, right? Exactly. They might be able to find a way to beat. Yeah, you. I hear you. I know, and people people have slept on them, and now they're starting to jump on the bandwagon. As soon as they jumped on the bandwagon, they lost to the Rams. Yeah, Everybody's but like, yeah, you know yeah. that that to me impressed the Rams. Um, you know, they they lose to Minnesota, you know, badly. Yeah, they come back and and they beat what a lot of people consider to be the hottest team in the NFL. Right it, now, the follow up for me. Great response. What are you going to do against Arizona? I know. A team that you're supposed to beat. Right. Can you beat teams you're supposed to beat right, right. now as a young and up-and-coming team? Yeah. There, were, there was one guy that picked the Saints to win the South in the media. Who was that? Oh, it was me. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. thank you. Thank nice you. call. Yeah, he saw I, well, the tea leaves. I mean, you know me. I'm a little obsessed with this damn thing, so I paid. <laughs> also, I just, you know, I take a shot in the dark. Sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. I, I just thought Atlanta would respond better. I, I, w- yeah. I wasn't buying into the whole Super Bowl hangover thing. Not with Dan Quinn running right. the show. But, but I didn't realize the Sarkeesian adjustment would be as much as it yes, was. Yes, right. Yeah, I know. People, uh, Kyle Shanahan was pretty special with he what really he was, was doing with that talent group around him. He made him even look better. You didn't talk about the Eagles. Are they like? Are they the best of all of them, or is it closer than the media is making it out to be? When they're on, you know, everybody said, "Well, they haven't played anybody." Okay, they haven't played anybody, but they've won by twenty-eight, 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 and twenty-three the last month. So yeah, they're not playing anybody, but they're whooping everybody they're playing. So you know, let's just let's just throw that out. Uh, to me, the biggest thing is their defense is completely underrated, and that's with Darby coming back. Yeah. Uh, Fletcher Cox, maybe the most dominant interior guy, and that's with Aaron Donald and guys yeah, like that in the I NFC. Uh, Fletcher Cox can wreck a game. Uh, their personnel is perfect for Schwartz's style. Um, 
and, and so as, as we're looking at this offense and Wentz and, oh, my gosh, look at all the receivers. Aguilar's playing great. You know, Torrey Smith was a great addition. And, uh, you know, Alshon Jeffrey was a great addition. And what are you going to do with Ertz? And, and then, oh, geez, we forgot about the defense. Yeah, The, the right. special teams are really good. And they yeah. run the ball on and you. And they run the and, – right. I mean, yeah. and, and the funny thing is, is we said, well, why would you take Jay Ajayi when you've got LeGarrette Blunt and Smallwood and Clement? Uh, you know, those are good running backs. <laughs> the response is always, didn't want Dallas to get them. Like everybody thought that. Dallas was going to go grab, you know, Ajayi because of the that. suspension. Yeah. Uh, what was smart. it like to talk to Sean McVay? What did you glean from a 31-year-old head coach? He's not 31. I mean, he may be 31 in age, but he is he's very impressive, very mature. I think one of the coolest things was, and we got it from the people in the organization, um, when they went to do the interview, they're like, how are we going to justify doing an interview for the head coaching position with a guy that's 31? Right. And then when he left, they're like, Okay, how are we not going to hire the thirty-one-year-old who just yeah. walked out of this building? I mean, he is that impressive. Is. What is it? So you sit down with a lot of coaches. What did he do that caught your attention? He's prepared even for us. So when he sits down and he is prepared for Chris Myers, myself, Laura Oakman, and the questions that we're asking and what our background is, you know how detail-oriented he is with everything else he's doing, and just his demeanor. He's he's extremely confident in what he's doing. He's very positive. Uh, he doesn't really criticize anybody, right. even on the other side. He's very complimentary. And you can just see that he's created a, a feeling. And now you're, you're starting to hear Robert Quinn and some of the o- yes. Alec Ogletree starting to to kind of talk. They've they've shifted their thought process right. where they've got a swagger to them. Yeah. Right. And I think it comes from Sean. Yeah, I agree. Well, we saw, I mean, the speech that he gave after the win, he was like, this is young Gruden. Yeah. This is, really. I got chills down my spine because I was like, damn, I feel like I've heard this speech yeah. before. I mean, <laughs> Probably a little bit demeanor, of it, right? The demeanor is so similar. Of course, he started yeah. out as the quality control guy with Gruden. I just feel like some of his mannerisms are oh, oh, spot on. He's, yeah, he um, walks like his best. Oh, chest he's, he's mini Gru. He really is. <laughs> uh, all right, other thing, just this time of the year. It's Hall of Fame year, time of the year. Um, your take on, like, fullbacks. In the Hall of Fame. It's an issue in my book. I mean, you know, kickers getting in. No disrespect to Jerry Jones, but your owner gets in. Oh, gosh. I mean, he's protecting his billion-dollar in, uh, you know, investment, and he's putting time and money into the league, and he gets in the Hall of Fame. Where do you stand with all that? Uh, it there, just bothers there, me that you guys well, don't get enough respect. Yeah, there's certain players that, that not maybe not players, but positions, it, the, the fact that it took Ray Guy as long as it took Ray Guy to get in. There, there's very few positions where you can say who's the greatest ever to play this, and it's going to be almost unanimous. Yes. I would I would say punter is probably one of those. Yeah. And for the fact that it took Ray Guy that long to get in, you should get in on your own merit. Now, now, the funny thing with fullbacks, everybody, when we get into this conversation, I said, well, there's five of them in there right now, and then it's it's Jim Taylor, Jim Brown, Marion Motley. I mean, right. it's, it's, you know, it's Larry Zonka. It's, it's the old fullback when right. he was a runner. Right. He was the featured runner. Right. Tom Rathman has to, the thing that bothers us is we don't even get we don't get to the final twenty five never to be to have a conversation about it. right hey, we're not we know we're not getting in but Tom needs to be in the final twenty five right he's the guy that led the way for a decade of guys hey all screw throughout Tom the you do okay I like Tom screw that you were leading the you know, leading rusher of all time Matt is, Suey you know Matt Suey oh, had it before I did with Walter Payton yes you know, Matt's never been to the final 25 I just don't understand that it really bothers me yeah. about the whole process well the thing that bothers me is is when we get to the point uh where we have uh geez I just went blank uh, on his name uh Mick Tinglehoff 
uh, when Fran Tarkington has to explain to everybody, and and you can see Mick standing there, and he really doesn't know, he, he can't appreciate the evening because we wasted so much time mm. getting him into the Hall of Fame when he had the credentials years ago, right? Years ago to enjoy that moment uh, along with his family. That's the disappointing thing to me. Kenny Stabler didn't get in, yeah, uh, until he had passed away. He goes in post mortem. That that's that's unacceptable. Yeah, right. So I, I like the exclusivity of it. But there has to be a, a happy medium somewhere where we're we're not putting these guys in a position that their family celebrates as they go in after they've passed away, or oh. we're at a point where we can't even enjoy. No, it. if that happens to me, like my father, I'm I'm going to go up there and give a speech. I'm going to take his head and go, "No, thanks, we're not in it." Well, t- I'm taking this home You're with just me. Just going to put it under your yeah, arm. This is burn my the jacket. <laughs> the, hell, the hell with you guys. I'm taking them home. <laughs> and you're going to cut the sleeves off the I jacket gotta, and I make gotta... it a tank top. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? The problem with fullbacks, it's a number game. And Without a doubt. They don't have the statistics. But you know what you do if you have numbers right around that February? You go to Liberty Tax. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One more before we get out of here. One more before we go. Go to LibertyTax.com. Bang. That way you're going to be able to find out whether you want to do the plan yourself or you want one of the uh, certified planners to help you out. You find a location in your community. Daryl awesome. Moose Johnston. Moose. Future Hall of Famer. Yeah. On the pot. Yeah. Hey. You're the man. Thanks, Always bro. good to see you guys. Yeah. Great having yeah. you, man. Congrats Thank on you. the new digs. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.